All right. Hey, welcome, friends out there. Welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I am your tribal hostess, Paulette Rees-Denis, and I'm so excited to be here with you again today. You know how much I love bringing and talking to these amazing women, predominantly women, uh, around the globe. And our guest today happens to be in my backyard, almost. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> yeah. um, and you know, this is just for inspiration and uh, enlightenment and encouragement and knowledge and um, curiosity uh, to see what these people are bringing to the world. I love bringing magic to the world. I love networking. I love supporting. I love connecting you with all these amazing people who are doing amazing things and making magic and bringing joy and love to the world. And that being said, today's guest is Sarah Love McCoy. Yay. Hello. So Sarah is, um, well, I think I've known you on and off for a while, but just recently gotten kind of interconnected and she's an amazing artist and does beautiful, beautiful artwork beautiful heart connection and her uh her sub name i guess you could say what would be what would you say is i stand for love your love moniker <laughs> you're yes a, you're a love guru <laughs> four words yes <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about you and that and thank you for being here by the way i'm so happy to have you here I am so grateful to be here. Thank you so much. Um, I love that, yes, our paths have crossed and we've had these mutual friends and always pretty awesome women, you know, are one degree of separation. Right. So now we've closed in the gap and um, are connecting here. And I'm just super grateful to be a part of your magic that you create. Um, so yeah, a little bit about I stand for love. Uh, I, I turned that, those four words into my business name, my domain name, my everything, social media, um, because I, I woke up with those words in my head mm -hmm. uh, in 2012. So my business before that was called Sarah Love Creations, which I thought was a big enough umbrella that I could make anything, you know, under. And, um, and it, it just seemed like it, I didn't really want it to be about me necessarily mm. anymore. It was more about um, the things I wanted everyone to say, you know, that if everybody said those four words, I thought, Oh, that would change mm. the world, you know? So, um, and I, I have to admit, I'm not a very dedicated uh, person to my late night <laughs> inspirations. <laughs> I usually will roll back over and go to sleep and uh, think I'll remember that in the morning, you know, oh, and then I oh, never that's do. Dangerous. <laughs> I know. And so this one shot me out of bed and I got up and I wrote it down. And so it, it really stood out for me as um, uh, something was happening, you know, like yeah. something happened. And so 2012, um, yeah. Yeah. Summer of 2012. So we all know that that was a pivotal time. Um, and going up to, you know, 2012 and all the lead up to that. So it felt like a really awesome time to just make a huge shift for me in 
that um, this is my mission. You know, it's, it's not hidden underneath a bio somewhere on my website. It's the four words you have to type in <laughs> to find my website, you know? So um, it was a really fun thing to use that as my true North and let everything else fall into place. The art, um, the social media stuff, you know, all of the things that I do community wise or in the world have now fallen under that. Those four words just really drive everything. Love it. I love it. And so what's all that behind you? <laughs> so these are, um, little five by seven canvases and they are all, it's actually a whole nother wall Ooh. over there. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. These are the original art pieces that make up the Mystic Oracle deck. Um, and another guest that you've had, Linda yes. Vera, yes. on your awesome show, uh, wrote the book. And I did all the art for this Oracle deck. And so it was a really amazing collaboration. I mean, she blows my mind. She channeled this book and whoa. Um, and, uh, you know, we both have been having tarot cards in our lives for many years and for mostly for personal use of course and so she approached me to make the art and she's one that definitely follows her midnight <laughs> inspirations <laughs> so she had a dream she was holding a deck and um then we met uh on the internet one of those beautiful you know really, Facebook really? connections okay. yeah and now um gosh i think that was five years ago now we are sister sweethearts in the world of magic and love and um the deck was our collaboration where we built our friendship and our relationship through um a co-creation which was really amazing and now it's in our hands um it's never far from my hands here so yeah these little pieces of art became 45 cards and the paperback is just now coming out of the bigger there's a little book that goes with the cards and then the paperback is coming out that has all kinds of more information and guidance and cool stuff. And oh, is, um, is that paperback about the cards or her yeah. book? Okay. It's about the cards. No. Yeah. She has another book coming out. Yes. Yeah, she is a prolific writer. The paperback is the companion. I got my sample right here. It's got the card meaning and then it's got uh, mantras and inquiries and it's got the essential oils and the crystals that go with the oh, cards. So it's got this whole delicious. rounded, yeah, experience. Mm. Um, yeah. So that was really fun because I've always been a magic, you know, magic's been kind of my religion, I guess, for lack of a better word, being a seeker, you know, all my life and then going to every church I could anybody anytime anybody would take me to church as a kid because my family didn't go to church it wasn't their priority so um I would always go with my friends parents and of course they were more than happy to take the little lost lamb and like you know so I would just church surf my whole childhood I would just be in church surf. I love it oh. I was I was so curious about God and and this whole thing. And so throughout, and then, you know, took religions of the world and in my one semester of college, you know, all the different things were always um, poking mm. around to find out what is this about? And so didn't take long to kind of put them all together and look at, um, 
the religions that base themselves on the earth and the sun and the moon and the magic and mm. goddesses. And so that's where uh, I was really drawn to and really resonated with me. So to spend the art of the card deck took about four years um, to make. So to spend that time and now be able to pull cards from this deck that has come through is quite a magical experience. Oh, I can imagine. That's so beautiful. Congratulations on all Thanks. of that and the new book coming out too. So, okay, I have two questions. So one is, have you been a, an artist all your life? I would say no. Um, art was not a thing that occurred to me as a possibility. My mom is actually an amazing painter. She could, hmm. you know, paint your portraits. But I could probably count on two hands and two feet how many paintings she completed in her whole life because she was never the type of, mm -hmm. um, you know, she, she was like a lot of us that doesn't prioritize the actual joyful, amazing experiences mm -hmm. of life. She, you know, worked and mommed and wifed and everything else. And so I always thought, wow, that's, that's amazing. She has this talent. And it was never presented as something you dedicated yourself to. It was kind of a luxury thing that you did when you finally had a free moment. So mm -hmm. going to art school, you know, and I actually don't never felt like I got that talent. I mean, my art, if you look at my art from when I was, uh, you know, five, it's like hearts and rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> and so a lot of my art, has pretty much stayed on that same. I love it. You, you yeah. tried then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it, it was not a thing like, oh, I want to go to art school or I want to study art. It literally never occurred as an option, as a fork in the road um, until much, much later. And the driving force for me to sort of make art in my life was love was like po positive, hopeful, inspiration type of things that I wanted to bring out. Um, so art became the vehicle to do that. And the calendar was the thing, this little, little calendar that I make. This was the thing that came first, you know, in a way, as far as art that got shared with other mm -hmm. humans. <laughs> because Vanessa Couto, another amazing artist yeah seer um gave me your calendar last year so have you been doing that for years too yes yeah, so the calendar i started in 2004 so this was my little hobby or yeah holy so it's, cow it's the thing in my life that i've done the most consistently of any other thing i've ever um and so this is its 16th year yeah <laughs> yeah that's pretty crazy and i've had other jobs and other businesses and other things and traveled and done things. And a few years I thought, I, I'm not going to do it this year. I don't have the time, don't have the energy, but eventually it actually becomes um, something that I really need to do. I really want to do because these little, every day there's like a little message um, and working with these messages has become part of my healing, you know, part of my own, life. And so, um, yeah, this year it's 2020 is coming out and it's big. <laughs> the energy is 
big. Yeah. You're just expanding and expanding. It's so beautiful. Mm. Oh, thanks. Mm. Thank you. Okay, well, my, it feels I, like time, right? Time good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is true. It's so true. I think we're, we're stepping deeper and fuller into our power as creators, uh, women, business owners. I think that's really important. And that was my other question. So, so you t said that the deck took four years to create. So as a businesswoman, entrepreneur, artist, creative, what was hard about that? What were, what were some of the obstacles you had to get through to get that done, finished, inspired, whatever? That's a great question. Well, a really cool thing is that um, Lindsay and I kind of have similar styles of trusting the timing mm -hmm. of things, mm -hmm. which in other partnerships I've embarked on, that isn't always the case, and that can be pretty tense. So um, we were really in trust about the layers and the different things that we wanted the card deck to um represent and be really truly whole and some of that the difficulty for me not not necessarily difficulty but it's just it just always goes back to the self judgment you know to mm. the feeling of oh i said i was going to get this done last year or whatever and uh you know why isn't it happening or what's wrong with me or you know all the different things that we do mm -hmm. um sometimes to then finally get to the divine trust in the timing and everything. Um, and also during that time from 2015, um, that when the idea kind of first happened and then making the art, I was really learning a lot about representation and inclusivity and all the things that were needing to, you know, take the fast track on. And so, um, some of the difficulty of the creation process was really bringing my own awareness that there wasn't, you know, some of this is collage and mixed media. So when I was searching for representation of a certain energy or a certain um, thing that I wanted to bring to the card, mm -hmm. it was really eye-opening how limited um, there there is kind of out there and then having to find a way through that to think, well, I'll just paint the different colors of different things, you know? And so, um, not that that was difficult, but it definitely was my own part of my own evolution. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And that happens a lot in creative projects. We learn and grow in the doing, in the creating. Um, so I, I really think that it was important that it took that long, you uh, know, for, mm -hmm. for the depth and the, and the magic that the card deck really called forth right. from both of us. Yeah. And even in the last editing of the book, we went through and, and caught some languaging, you know, that a couple years ago we wouldn't have even noticed was uh, uh. problematic or, you know, not on the level that we want to be at. And so it's been so many cycles of really like learning and growing and, uh, and then looking at the work and going, Oh, that's not quite aligned and having uh, to then, you know, do another layer or edit the language. So it's been great in that way and to have a tool that 
sort of changes as, as we grow. Mm, So good. What, so I know you, you also teach art, right? Or Mm -hmm. you give workshops and is that your, is art is doing that your main source of income for your business? Um, actually the calendar is my main source of income. Um, and so I have kind of a seasonal, you know, flow, uh, Mm. where the winter time and the holiday times is really about the the marketing and promotions and, you know, um, and then the summertime or spring and summer, I got to create the calendar to get it to the printer and stuff. So there's these kind of ebbs and flows of creative energy and, and, and then the talking about the thing, right? <laughs> um, but the classes and workshops are definitely becoming more um, mm. consistent, more something that I do a lot uh, more regularly here in my studio. I host private events where you could have your own little party with your own people and, and schedule that. Or um, I have open workshops. And then I also do some corporate stuff. Uh, I've been doing a lot more I call it team building because that's kind of the language that people don't get too scared, you know, but then I get in there and I use art as a vehicle to talk about love and self-love. And, um, I really, my jam is the place where creativity and self-love go together because I see creativity as just life force energy, right? Whether you're a dancer or a writer Mm -hmm. or a chef, or a gardener, the more we can open that channel, the more alive that we feel. And it's Absolutely. completely how we're wired. We're wired to make and yes. dance and yes. share. Woohoo! Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm with you there, sister. <laughs> I know. You are you're holding the the torch for sure. Um, and I think it's it speaks a lot to the where we're at right now in the, in the culture, in the sort of epidemics of anxiety and fear and all the other things that, that we've shut down our creativity. We don't have a flow of processing life through our hands or through our bodies or through a village experience or Mm -hmm. rites of passage. Mm -hmm. And so I like to use art and Sometimes just a simple vision board, you know, you can, oh, let's, let's, let's make a vision board for the office, you know, like sometimes just opening that door a crack and then really then kind of cheerleading someone through because it sounds easy and it sounds fun. And then you stare at a blank piece of paper or a blank canvas and you are going to hear all the stuff in your own head turned up you know the volume knob it's always sort of there right but then you're staring at a blank canvas and you're going uh I'm not creative I'm I this is gonna suck you know like whatever comes up oh those gremlins whoa those gremlins so that's my sweet spot actually I like to I like to slay those gremlins I like to use that yeah because it's, because it's really what you're doing all day to yourself. And so when you can actually hear it and go, oh, 
that's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think your new name should be the, the Gremlin Slayer. I love that. You could have, you could have a sword, you know, like you could be in, in women's armor. And <laughs> yeah, with a big heart. Like oh chest, yeah, chest plate. You know, <laughs> oh that'd be so good—a whole new chest plate, just a big heart. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. I like it too. Ooh, watch out, Wonder Woman. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll need some bracelets. You know, I'll need all the things. <laughs> Sweet. Oh my goodness. Okay, so what do you do every day for your own self-care? Self-love, self-ritual, magic, making, inspiration. What do you do? Mm. Well, there are a few things that I do every day. And I also am an Aries. So I like to do different things every okay, day good. too. Because I, I, don't, <laughs> I, get, I get a little bored with um, any kind of routine. It, it loses its pizzazz for better or for worse. So I like to shake it up. But I do the one tiny thing that I try to do and I'm not always perfect at it, but it has really changed my life. And is kind of the thing that I would tell anyone is I try to say, I love you to myself. Mm. And it, and I try to do it right when I wake out of bed, like when you're in that potent juicy place where the, they, everybody that talks about manifesting and whatever that place between the world, mm. I say, I love you. I try to say it when I look in the mirror and I try to mm. say it when I'm talking bad right. things to myself, you know, <laughs> if I go leave a gathering and then I'm in the car replaying, Oh, I said something so stupid, you know, wherever I, wherever I find my ruts mm. going, I try to go right there and go, I love you. I love you. It takes no time obviously. And it's, um, it's, really a powerful muscle to build because part of getting on my self-love journey in my teens was realizing that I hated myself. You know, I mean, that was really the thing is like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to go through life like this. And so also realizing how easily I was like, I could be manipulated or be, have peer pressure or something because I was constantly searching for love and appreciation and mm. contorting myself, you know, to fit in somewhere. And so if we give ourselves just a tiny bit of love, we do a lot less weird stuff out there. <laughs> <laughs> no more weird stuff. <laughs> I mean, we're probably always going to do it, but, um, you know, cause when you break it down, we're always, we're doing weird stuff. And, and most of it is to get something. And even if you're the most generous giver on the planet, there's still a part that we're sometimes doing all that giving so that we can, somebody can appreciate us mm. or we can get something. Someone will acknowledge yeah. all the good things we've done. You know, there's that part of us that just really needs it and wants it. Right. Um, but in order to feel worthy enough to actually receive it, if you put a little deposit in, it, it, it's amazing. It helps. So that's one of my biggest self-care things because it applies to almost every moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, and then I, I do, yeah, I do like some body movement too, because oh, I know that's, good. yeah. Got it. Got to move it. I was going to say, well, two of, two of the basic human needs are, um, love and connection. Right. But also, right. um, uh, 
to be seen. Yes. To be heard, to feel, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To be acknowledged, to be significant. Yes. Oh, right. So true. So, you know, and, and I mean, I learned, I learned a lot about the basic human needs through my coaching plan with Tony Robbins. And mm. I, I mean, it's so true. It's like, well, we all, we all desire to be significant introverts and extroverts alike. Right. Absolutely. And then to be connected. And of course that's where I bring in that whole tribal experience, the whole circle, right? We're all part of that big circle. So important. Yeah. And it's really just a short time that we've lost so much, you know, in that, in that where we've isolated and ourselves. Um, and, and why do you think that is? Well, I don't know. That's a great question. I think that um, there's been each generation has sort of had the past, you know, like, okay, what happens, what's happened mm -hmm. and how do I want to change or how do I want to give my children a different opportunity? And so a lot of it, I think, has been propelled through the progress, you know, and the like, ooh, someone won't have to work so hard if now they'll have these things that they can do and use. And, um, but it's really cost us a lot because mm -hmm. now we are living in these houses where we're wired. I know all of you probably speak to this in such a more eloquent way, but we're wired for the connection. We're wired to live in villages. We've done it for like a million years. <laughs> so in the last little bit, we have, really cut ourselves off with, uh, you know, all the different ways that we live and that mm -hmm. we've been driving cars and all the stuff. But now with technology, it's gone rampant because there's this pseudo feeling of connection. Right. Which is, and then, which is beautiful on some level. I mean, oh, the fact that yeah. I can be here and be connected with you and everyone around the globe is amazing. However, I'm sitting in my little room by myself in front of the computer. I, I do. I mean, I totally think it's computer technology, which is brilliant. And it's yeah. still doing that thing. Well, and that's, I think that's part of the ego trip is that we think we're kind of more evolved and we can handle this stuff, but we're actually <laughs> not. Woo! And so now, you know, there's addictions <laughs> and we get these little hits of endorphins and we get something, but we're not, but we're actually, the cost has, has been really quite significant. Um, so yeah, the tools are incredible. You know, I think I, I heard a joke about like, if an, if an alien came to earth and, you know, asked what you were doing and you showed him your phone and you said this, I can look up any information, everything, everything in the entire universe is right here. And, you know, I have access to all of this knowledge, all of the wisdom that no one on earth has ever had for free right here. And then they go, wow, you know, the alien's like, well, you must be a rocket scientist or whatever, you know. And you, we go, no, I just watch cat videos and have fights with my family on Facebook. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, that's everybody's need to be significant. You know? Right. Yeah. It's true. So we have this little short circuit thing, you know, that we're like, oh click, click, click. And we're not, oh, um, but it has so been easy. incredible. Yeah. yeah. 
so easy to use it to abundance and expansion and knowledge and beauty and so easy to use it for distraction and addiction and ooh. All right, we well, yeah, two sides of the coin. Excited there. there, there goes my. Um, <laughs> that'd be a whole nother story we could talk about. But I am just so delighted with sharing this time and space with you, you gorgeous creature, you, you inspired mm-hmm. beautiful woman. I stand for love. <sighs> I try. <So> good. <laughs> you don't try. You Thank do. You. You do. <gasps> yes. Well. I, I offer anyone add love to your name and it, <laughs> it keeps, it keeps you from going on those rants on Facebook because once you declare that you stand for love, mm. you don't have, you, you can't just go, you know, being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you've got you, you, oh you to, that's great. You've got to <laughs> uphold, you have to uphold a certain thing. And um. so it actually has, some benefits. To All right, everybody the, better the add inner. love to your name. No more, yes. jer- no more jerk. Join the family. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Well, any any last beautiful words you want to share with our people? Oh, well, yes. I just speak. You know, going through all the threads of everything we just touched on. Just know that you are one of a kind throughout all time and space, Mm. there's no comparisons. There's no way that you can even compare yourself to anyone because since you took your first breath, the whole world changed the minute you showed up because there's never been a you before. And so when you hear yourself, you know, whether it's on the screen or in the world, thinking that someone else is this and that and you're not or you know, just, just please remember that, that there is absolutely no comparison. So just stop and say, I love you to yourself. That's beautiful. You got that people out there. That's awesome. So I'm going to conclude this episode with, I think I love me and I love you. <laughs> and More love. Yeah. Sarah Love McCoy. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the beauty that you bring to the world. Thank you, Thank you so much. Love that you bring to the world and the art and the creation and the co-creation, the collaborations, which again is also so very important. And for my friends out there in Heart and Hustle land, thank you for sharing yet another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I am your tribal hostess, Paulette Reestini. So happy to share yet another beautiful woman, spirit, artist, creator with you. We would love to know what you have to think and say about this episode. And please visit Sarah's uh, website, which I will give you the link, but it's istandforlove.com. Is that right? Yep. Pretty easy. easy com. And then also come and visit me at www.paulettreesdennis.com. Uh, until we Thank meet you. again, mm, many blessings. Go out and love somebody. <laughs> yes. Yes. Spread it around. Read it all over. Yeah. Start with yourself. Thank you, Paulette. I love your work and I'm just so grateful to be here. What an honor. Thank you.